Hey, and welcome to Epistle, a devotional podcast that goes through the New Testament one book at a time. I hope you're all having a great day. We're in verse 16 of Acts chapter 16 today. Let's get into the text. One day as we were going down to the place of prayer, we met a slave girl who had a spirit that enabled her to tell the future. She earned a lot of money for her masters by telling fortunes. She followed Paul and the rest of us, shouting, These men are servants of the Most High God, and they have come to tell you how to be saved. This went on day after day until Paul got so exasperated that he turned and said to the demon within her, I command you in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And instantly it left her. Her master's hopes of wealth were now shattered, so they grabbed Paul and Silas and dragged them before the authorities at the marketplace. The whole city is in an uproar because of these Jews, they shouted to the city officials. They are teaching customs that are illegal for us Romans to practice. A mob quickly formed against Paul and Silas, and the city officials ordered them stripped and beaten with wooden rods. They were severely beaten, and then they were thrown into prison. The jailer was ordered to make sure they didn't escape, so the jailer put them into the inner dungeon and clamped their feet to the stocks. Around midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening. Suddenly, there was a massive earthquake, and the prison was shaken to its foundations. All the doors immediately flew open, and the chains of every prisoner fell off. There's a bizarre occurrence that happens in today's text, as Paul and Silas were, uh, I'd say, harassed by this girl who has uh, a demon in her, and as she goes around yelling this message, you kind of have to scratch your head because this is a message that is not untrue. This is a message that seems like is, is falls more in line than not with the message that the apostles are trying uh, to proclaim. This slave girl, we have to realize, is not just demon-possessed, but is uh, the source of a fair amount of income for her masters. They were making a fair profit from her telling fortunes because this evil spirit is allowing her to tell the future to some extent. And uh, verse 17, like we said, doesn't seem like it's in any opposition to the apostles' mission. But we have to remind ourselves here that this is an evil spirit and Satan is directly opposed to the work of God and the spreading of the, the gospel. So as this woman is proclaiming that these are servants of the Most High God and that they've come to tell you how to be saved, this is more of an interruption than an aid in, in spreading the message. And you'll do well to remember that Jesus, when he casts out demons, they come and proclaim that he is the son of God and that they don't want to be thrown into the fires of judgment. And what does Jesus tell them? But to be quiet, because this message is like a Hail Mary attempt to derail the message and the ministry that's being, uh, that's being taken place. And God desires his message to be proclaimed. This is a message that interrupts. And Paul eventually just gets to the end of his rope and looks this, this girl in the eye and talks to the demon and says, get out of her in the name of Jesus. And the demon leaves her immediately. And that's good news for her. That's bad news for her masters. And it's even worse news for Paul and Silas because there's a spirit of anti-Semitism here. There are uh, the, these masters seeing that they're out of all of their money, of all of their source of income. They make sure to point out that these men are Jews to not just the people that are the leaders of the city, but everybody else who can hear. They're not just making this quiet little proclamation. They are proclaiming it to the marketplace that's around them. They don't want trouble in their city. And they're saying that these Jews are causing trouble with a capital T and that rhymes with P and that stands for pool. 
their real motive here is trying to retaliate for losing their income. And it's not really a trial. A trial never really takes place here. There's a sentence for punishment. The punishment takes place as they're beaten. And then they are put not just in prison, but in the inner prison. This is solitary confinement. This is the... Uh, this is as deep into the prison as they can get, the most secure place. And you'll see that their uh, their feet are put into stocks. And uh, some of the commentaries I was looking at as we were getting ready to record this, I was saying that stocks would have caused the prisoners to be in a fair amount of pain until they were released because of the position that they were caused to sit in. But in the midst of this punishment, in the midst of their pain and suffering, they spend time praying to God and praising him and singing hymns. No word as to what those hymns were. They're nothing that you'll find in any hymnal or any songbook today, I would wager. But uh, the other prisoners can hear them in the midst of all of this. And in the midst of their pain and suffering, they hear praises and songs of praise to God. And then, earthquake. And you, you kind of just wonder what the divine timing of all of this. Uh, but in, in the midst of all of this, we're not going to look too deep into the timing of it all. But their shackles come undone and they are essentially free. And it reminds me here uh, of something that Paul writes in the book of Philippians, right? Where I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And in the midst of that, we'll look at this in uh, greater depth when we cover Philippians. Oh, you know, and I joke about the rate of which we're going, but maybe in a couple of years when we get to Philippians. Philippians 4, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And one of those things is praising God in the midst of turmoil. So our takeaway question is what makes Christians able to praise God in the midst of terrible circumstances? Thanks for listening to Epistle. You can find, follow, and give feedback on our Instagram page at E underscore Epistle. You can find all of the episodes for this podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And please feel free to share them with a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.